To succeed in small business, you need technology that runs efficiently. When you partner with a Dell Small Business Technology Advisor, you get advice, one-on-one partnership, and tailored productivity solutions, including computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage networking, plus industry-leading monitors and accessories. It's how they help your small business make the most of every minute. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800-085-4878. That's 0800-085-4878. All over. Contains strong language, strong opinions, and strong views. It is not meant for children or for those who think they are children. You know who you are. Welcome to episode 21 of Dumb All Over. Recording from the south of the North Pennsylvania, this is a progressive podcast with brash opinions on politics, religion, and pop culture. We are always under the influence of craft beer. On today's episode, we will discuss the Comey hearings, Trump's bizarre cabinet meeting, and DC's lawsuit on Trump. We will answer your questions on Twitter, and I will watch a video with an old friend. Can't wait for that. As always, I am joined by my co-host and, as I said last week and the week before, the brains of the operation, Austin. Hey. Austin, how are you today? Good. How about you, Tom? You know, I am fine and dandy. I'm fine and dandy. It's rare that I'm fine and dandy. Yeah. It's normally either fine or dandy. I'm in an especially good mood today because I have my new stand that I very yes. much love. Yes. I, and you can only see that if you go on YouTube. Yeah. So go to YouTube and, you know, check it out. It's actually really cool. I it makes want me one. look like kind of a professional at kind something. Of, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm a little jealous. I want one. Yeah. We'll get you one soon. Yeah. Patreon goal. Patreon goal is right. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'm, a, I'm, I'm also excited for the interview we have coming up. Yes. Yeah. Yes. We have our UK correspondent, Stephen. Uh, you know him as Propaganda. He will be coming on to discuss the madness that is the UK election and uh, UK politics in general. We'll, yeah. we'll learn a little bit or a lot about But it. I believe there's another matter at hand. Yes, and that matter is beer. Ah, beer! Ah. <laughs> I love uh, it. This is from a... Well, we've had this company before. I do not believe we've had this beer. but We've the, had a version of it. Yes, we have. But this is the original. This is the original. The original recipe. OG. It's, it's the OG. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the OG Kush. No. Brought it back, brought it back. Uh, Left Hand Brewing Company, so thank you very much for that. This is their milk stout. There is the cover. It is a cow. Yep. And I can show you the beer, but I'm going to uh, describe it for the radio, not yes. radio, podcast yes. listeners. It looks like a stout, like every other fucking stout. <laughs> uh, 6%. 6%. 6%, 6%, 6% that's not bad. It's not bad. Yeah, it's not a bad. good starting I'm looking point. F- yeah. I am looking forward to a beer in Ooh. the future, by the way. I, I almost accidentally know. drank it before we cheers. Yo, chill. That's twice today. Chill. Boy, I am really gunning to drink. <laughs> what do you mean twice? This is our first beer. <laughs> here's, the, here's the beer, and here's a cheer. Yeah. <laughs> This is fantastic. This is really good. Yeah. Oh, now, I have to hand. say, it's not quite as smooth as the left hand's nitro milk stout, but it is really fucking good. You see, I don't remember that far back. <laughs> to well, I've also I was... had it quite a few more times ah, than you have. It is yeah. true. That is true. It is very good, though. Uh, very happy to be drinking this beer. Very happy. But I'm not happy to discuss the shit that we have to discuss. 
I'm not, unfortunately. Oh, um, let's announce. I want to announce that there's going to be a slight change in format. Yes. Guide Austin, explain so, what the change is. So, what that means is that um, from now on, we're going to be doing two reports. And the first one is going to be the Trump report. And what we're going to consciously try to do is bring it down so it's not so much about Trump because there's so much else going on yes. that he's distracting from and that I think people need to know. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be the Trump report, and then after that is going to be the important issues report. Right. And that's going to be following stuff like how is single-payer faring in the places that are trying to adopt it? How is the $15 minimum wage going in places that have adopted or are trying to? Mm-hmm. Um and other progressive policies, you know, how are marriage equality holding up, you oh, know, yeah. how, what what's being attacked, abortion rights. Like you said, the important issues. The important issues, yeah. So that's so we're going to consciously try to focus on some stuff that Trump is distracting from. Good. But Good. Um, yeah, I since like I that. mentioned it, let's start with the <sighs> yeah, Trump report. Yeah, the Trump report. Um, so... Obviously, the news that's in the that's in the headlines and continues to be um, probably freshest in the memory is the Comey hearings. Yep. Um, that was. Did you get a chance to watch that? I watched portions of it. Right. And um, I watched the first like twenty minutes, mm-hmm. and then I had an appointment I had to leave for. Ah. And then yeah. when I came back, I watched the highlights. Yes, I hope you. I hope you did, man. And I'm actually. I'm going to start. I want to talk about it briefly, but I want to start from the. I guess it was near the end when um, it seemed like John McCain had some kind no, of... No, no, that is the end. Oh, the end, yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was the best where, closing where act it, I've ever seen. Yeah, it appeared that John McCain had some kind of brain aneurysm or and forgot was, what words meant. Or he was hammered or something. Yeah. Yeah. He said it was because he stayed up late to watch baseball. Watch the Diamondback game. Yeah, yeah I checked that, by the way, because that that's what I do. The game ended at about 10 p.m., their time, ah. that time. So for us, it would have been pretty late. So it's, yeah, but you have to remember, John McCain's like 178 years. That old. is right. No, yeah. I, but I mean, because it's a West Coast game or sort of West Coast game, so it was kind of late. But I that that's yeah, not that a, didn't it didn't hold up no, for me either. No, <laughs> yeah, I thought that was bullshit. If you didn't get a chance to see that, oh my goodness, that was incredibly awkward. Let me. I think I think this is what actually happened. First of all, he hinted at the fact that Hillary. Help the Russians make her bomb lose. her own campaign. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Like, what what is that? That's something that Alex Jones won't even touch. Oh, because it's so stupid. Oh, my but God. let me talk. I think yeah. what actually happened was that John McCain really doesn't know that there's a difference between the email investigation <laughs> and the investigation into <laughs> Trump colluding with Russia. Yeah, he thought they were just kind of the same thing, and he's wondering why one person was cleared, right, and the other was not. Completely ignoring the fact that they are two entirely separate investigations. Also, alluding to the fact uh, that Comey hasn't. Why? Why are you not covering this anymore? Well, because Comey was fucking fired. Yeah, and he actually made a reference to that. At, like, why haven't you finished this up? Because he doesn't work for the FBI anymore. And it's really annoying that he point. was fired, being the president and all. <laughs> Oh, that's right. I that's thought he right. could only be impeached. <laughs> oh, man, that was a whole President train Comey. Yeah. That was maybe the most awkward part of it. And th- th- there are conspiracy theories toward this because he was a late add-on. He wasn't even supposed to be on this committee. He's not uh, part McCain? of it. Yeah. Hmm. So a lot of people were saying, well, maybe he was put on there as a, on purpose, as a distraction. And you know what? In a way, it worked because we're talking about it. 
Yeah, I don't but think let's, that's. But let's go over the bullet points with that. Yeah, other than that, McCain exactly. needs it, immediate help, and somebody should please take him to a hospital. Or he should just not be running. He should not be in office anymore. No. Let's just put it that way. All right, go ahead, Austin. But so, so kind of the uh, overall feeling was that under oath, James Comey testified that the president is untrustworthy. Yes. Yep. That he lied about things that he said, and that he did feel pressured. Yep to end a campaign or um, investigation and that he feels he was fired because he didn't. Right. He did. He continuously called Trump a liar. Yes. It was multiple times. He actually referred to him as a liar, which was big in its own right. Yes. Under oath, he said that the president is is a liar. liar. And he said it multiple times. And then he- And you know what that means, Tom? Totally vindicated. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That's what that means. Exactly. You know, Um, if somebody under oath said that I lie about everything- Yeah. I would not feel very vindicated. No, <laughs> I have to no. be honest with you. But I have to say, if that's true, then every episode of ours is vindicated. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. That is true. Uh, he also, uh, well, the, the Fuhrer, Trump, he also mm. did say that, uh, you know, Comey's the leaker. He focused on that aspect of the whole thing, is that even he though, was the leaker. Even though giving non-classified information to the public is not leaking. It's not leaking, no. exactly. But it was a way for them to, to, to avert attention, and, and they did. That, that was what he was yeah. tweeting about. And with their base, it's not that hard. They'll look at anything shiny. Right. <laughs> now, I was live tweeting during the show. Or oh, yeah? the, During the show, I said. During the show. <laughs> it was kind of a this show. This season on American Democracy. <laughs> <laughs> during the, the testimony, I was live tweeting through that, as well as the UK election. But so was somebody else. Uh, Eric Trump. Eric oh, Trump yeah. was. Now, I, I, I really believe this, because Trump, Donald Trump, did not say, he didn't do one single tweet during the testimony. You I know think why? somebody stole his phone. <laughs> I think that he was on Eric Trump's page. Oh, you think so? I, I believe so. Because some of those were like, like so classic Donald Trump. It it's was like, like, they won't let me tweet, so I'll have to do my son. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's something that Please don't say it like mouth. that, Mr. President. Yeah, I'll say it however I want. Yeah, yeah well... Um, (laughs) but those are those are the big points out of it Um, it, that was loud (laughs) overall it was kind of what I expected yeah Um, yeah well that's the thing I felt like it pretty much fell in line with what I was saying the week before that we're not going to find out anything we really didn't know right but we're just going to get but, it on record but now. But it's going to be under oath and on record, yeah. The cool part for me was when Comey was calling out Trump to release the tapes. The supposed secret tapes that he Oh, yeah. Recorded. I know. Trump is so used to bullshitting that he'll say anything. Right. And then, But now he's being held accountable for the first time in his life. Exactly. Yeah, and then, kind of. <laughs> and then they were saying, uh, 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 I think a day or two later, or maybe the same day, I don't exactly remember, uh, Trump was out, oh, I'll, I'll testify under oath. Oh, please, Mr. President. Yes, please Please do. do. Because you know what that means? That means when uh, the truth eventually comes out, and guess what? It will. It will. Yeah. You go to jail that this time because you lied under oath. So please, yeah. please hold that promise. And boy, is there going to be a minefield when Sessions... Oh my god! Yeah, when is that? It's supposed to be today. Today, so Tuesday, yeah. so Tuesday. But they, um, but he's been trying to weasel his way out of it. Yeah, and I, there was a uh, another rumor that Trump would block it. Yeah, yeah, I but mean, that didn't happen. No, but no. that's that's gonna be because uh, no, th- even he knows that would look fucking horrible. That is going to be amazing, especially with with uh, the news leaking that Sessions offered a resignation. Yeah, that's With right. With that out there, yeah. I don't even know how much Sessions wants to do this. <laughs> yeah, I imagine it's worse than he even he thought it would Probably, be. Probably, yeah. yeah. Well, fuck but anyway, 
So that was our recap of the Comey hearings. Exactly. So let's move on. Right. To this fucking amazing story. And I I have watched this several times because it is the most awkward, cringy, and hilarious thing all in one. So Trump... uh, You know what? I think we should introduce the show that way from now on. (laughs) (laughs) I I want to introduce our show the way that his cabinet meetings start. I'll prepare a statement on how amazing you are. Thank you. Yeah, I would love that. (laughs) Because if you ha- if you didn't see this, that's exactly what happened. He called for his entire cabinet to come, and they sat at this large table, and they went in order, one after another, praising the president, giving him compliments. It was probably the most awkward. Yeah, Milk Toast Mike Pence even said it was a blessing. I, I, a, blessing. a blessing, yes, yeah. yeah which uh, I think it was. Which uh, this this Al Franken had a fun a fun day with that. Well, I think yeah. I mean, I could understand if he said "bless you" because this feels like the <laughs> the um, political equivalent of a bad sneeze. <laughs> it kind of is, yeah. yeah. It was just so weird because Trump sat there with his arms crossed like this, like like laughing and smiling, but it felt so. It, Obviously, it yeah, because forced. it's like verbal felicitating. Yeah, <laughs> I've never seen an act like this from a fucking president. No, only in award shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what that was. I'm telling you, this season on American Democracy. <laughs> wow, and the stuff they were they were praising him for. It's like some of the stuff they haven't it hasn't even happened. Some of the yeah, stuff they're, they're, they're praising him for. for future things. That, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh man, like let's be honest, what has he done that could be praised, even by Republicans? What has he even done? That can be praised. Congratulations, Mr. Trump, for colluding with Russia. You did something that we have all been well, doing for you know, years. Well, you know what he's done that they really love? He's pissed us off. That's what conservatives yeah, love. They yeah. love, but they should be afraid of it. Yeah, well, they're not because they're dumb. Not, and good. <laughs> yeah. Good. That's what happens when you don't finish high school. Yeah, you get to elect the president. <laughs> Now, I say that jokingly because there are a lot of intelligent people who did not finish high school. Yeah. But, uh, you know. These guys are not them. No, not these guys. Um, I don't know. If you haven't seen it, you have to find it. Just YouTube it. It's it's it's, all over the place. It's something else. It really is. There's nothing really else to talk about it with. You just have to watch it, and you have to watch it with open eyes and ears because the stuff they say were just and a strong stiff drinking hand, (laughs) (laughs) which I did have, by the way. Um, uh, let's, let's conclude this, uh, Trump time with, um, Trump time. Everything I say has to say time. Uh, I'm the president. Can you believe it? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to get, that's from the president show. That's their tagline. I'm going to have to get that on the soundboard. Oh, please do. Please do. And the other one where he's like, there goes Bernie knowing things and caring about them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's such a bad thing. Um, Hey Austin, what? Ha, uh, did you know the Washington D.C. the District of Columbia is suing Donald Trump, along with Maryland? Yes, yes. And I could, I found out more information after I wrestled down a video from the New York Times that they tried to throw at me when I'm trying to read. <laughs> <laughs> You're reading an article to read an article. Yeah. Put like Austin said, put the fucking video on YouTube. Yeah, or or like link it, you know, to the video section of your website. I'm trying to read right now. Automatically plays it. All right, fill but us I'll, in. I'll read you the first paragraph of this New York Times article. Please do. By um, wait, you can't New York Times. The failing New York Times. Sorry, I forgot. It's to, fake news. <laughs> fake news. Well, we got to find uh, a different article. All right, here's this one by the New York Times. Okay, perfect. <laughs> 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 that was- I don't know, but it sounded racist. <laughs> 
Okay, it kind of does. It does. Yeah. All right. So the what is it called? All right. So the title of the article is very imaginative. It's called Maryland and District of Columbia sue Trump over his business. That's why you're failing. <laughs> yeah. You're failing with your of record number like of that. subscribers. <laughs> It's almost out of spite at this point. Yeah. All right, go ahead. So anyway, the first paragraph goes like this. In a new legal challenge to President Trump, the Democratic Attorney Generals of Maryland and the District of Columbia filed a lawsuit on Monday claiming that the president's failure to shed his businesses has undermined public trust and violated constitutional bans against self-dealing, which is 100% true. There's oh nothing controversial in that opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not even partisan. That's just, you know. Acknowledging reality. Yeah, common sense. All right, it goes on. The complaint filed in Maryland federal court makes many of the same arguments as a lawsuit filed uh, this year by a Washington watchdog organization in a New York federal court. Some legal experts say the new suit may progress further because the plaintiffs were government entities, which could have stronger standing to sue the president. Oh, shit. Yeah. So shit's getting real. Yep. It's getting real in here. And it goes on to talk about how um, it's part of a larger effort by the president's critics to make him defend um, ownership of his business empire while being the president. Yeah, exactly. Which is entirely outlawed in the Emoluments Clause. And, and honestly, when when Trump became president, the first thing that I thought of was this. Like, how can you do this when you have a international company, which depending on – I mean, no matter what you say about his his the way he runs his business and whatnot, he isn't part of an international company. Yeah, he's part of an international how, money smuggler. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but how how can you not be running it? You didn't give it to your kids. It's it's even he, if he even did. If, yeah, exactly. That's not right. Exactly. <laughs> he's, it's supposed to be put in a blind trust, right? So I mean, and it can't be a blind trust if was, you know who's getting in. This control. was only a matter of time. Yeah, but I mean, what, so here's here's. Um, a quote from the um, Attorney General of Maryland. Oh, boy. It is unprecedented that the American people must question day after day whether decisions are made and actions are taken to benefit the United States or to benefit Donald Trump. Mm -hmm. The president's conflicts of interest threaten our democracy. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I agree. That's, I agree, that's too. True. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I, I do agree. Thank you. Thank you, Jim Baker. Um, <laughs> Jim approval Baker. lady. Yeah, approval. <laughs> that's her name. Um, yeah, I mean, like I said, it's a matter of time until this was going to happen. It, it, and you know what? There's something there, I think. And it says the lawsuit has progressed to the discovery phase. Oh. So now, oh. at least the the district or the um, attorney generals are going to find out oh, a lot of very interesting things. Please that, let it go all the way. That I'm not sure will be made public right away, but one day I think we'll get to see how bad it is the fact that it's happening you know and what is it it's the newest lawsuit we were talking about before the newest one yeah the newest yeah. lawsuit you understand the meaning of that word yeah. the newest meaning there are other ones are the president of the united states should not have this many lawsuits against him no <laughs> whether it's for trump university or whatever it is it's like i'm just so tired of it i know I'm so tired of it. And it and you know the sad part is? It's only twenty one weeks in. I know. <laughs> I know. Um all right, so that finishes up this uh the Trump segment. Uh we're gonna move on in just a moment to our uh current events segment, the uh, important news.
right. Still got my beer in my hand. Austin does as well. I do. And now we get to move on to things that are better. Yeah. Well, they might be. Today they well, are. Right, yeah. right. I mean, they could be worse. Hopefully not. I mean, that, that would be the nice thing if if we can talk about these in a, always a positive light, but there's probably going to be negatives along the yeah. way. Um, this uh, new segment is going to be called Issues of Importance. Austin has some interesting uh, articles that he's pulled up. And um, Austin, why don't you give us an idea of what, how we're going to start this? All right. So... Um Today we're going to talk about two things that are really important to the progressive movement. Okay. So one will be the livable $15 minimum wage okay. and its um, status in certain places, its progress. Okay. And the other, of course, is the great um, cause of our show, pretty much. The Single-payer health care. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Something that we are going to continue to push until we don't have to push it anymore. All right, but I'm going to start with the $15 minimum wage. Sure. So. I hope you have an update for uh, Pennsylvania. Because I mean, that's going to affect us directly. Let's face it. For the $15 minimum wage? Yeah. Not yet. Yeah. All right. Nothing. <laughs> we, we are stuck at a stalemate with pretty much everything because of <laughs> yeah. the party in control of the governorship yes. and the party in control of Congress. Yep. So you won't hear much good news out of our state. Not for a while. No. Not for a while. Hopefully... And and I'll, I'll take like no news over what could be bad news you're if right. Republican wins. You are yeah. right. No. You are right. But uh, you're right. We're not going to see anything coming from Pennsylvania. All right. So one of the first places to adopt the fifteen dollar minimum wage was Seattle. Seattle. Yep. Leading the way in everything. So here is a story from the Washington Post. Now, mind you, the Washington Post may be anti-Trump, but it is usually pro-conservative. Oh. Okay. So this is a big deal coming from them. And uh, the title of the story by uh, Jared Bernstein is, So far, the Seattle minimum wage increase is doing exactly what it's supposed to. So basically, the article goes on to say that it is making it so people can afford to live in Seattle. It is dropping the dependence on um, government subsidies right. like food stamps and um, uh, health you know, care and um, welfare and things of that sure. sort. And it has not increased retail prices or lost jobs. I saw that part of the article. Yeah. I saw, or maybe it was a separate article, because I, I remember I posted that on our Twitter page, and I was like, "Well, that's a that's a selling point, isn't it? I, I, what else do you need for a selling point for for that? I mean, they've had it for how long now? Does does it mention since two thousand? Hold on, let me see. Since two thousand fifteen. Since two thousand fifteen. So we're <laughs> approximately two years, depending on what when they actually. The, past it but two years in that's enough time where companies could have adjusted but they haven't they haven't had the need to because it's all it's it's always been just a it's a false idea that it's going to raise everything just because you get more money you know there are things that are going to naturally raise but that's not that's not they're doing yeah. it right now food go to a grocery store in a state that doesn't have 15 dollars uh, as their minimum wage i bet you the prices change every single year yeah. So they're already doing it. Yeah. So it says here's basically what they sum it up as that um the outcomes of the study fit comfortably into a view well understood by minimum wage advocates and increasingly accepted by economists and that is most increases have their intended effect of lifting the pay of low wage workers with little in the way of job losses. There you go. I mean, so they said that statistically um employment or the jobs rose by 3% in 
and compared to a control group that rose by 4% with um, a 1%, I think it's like a 1.5% margin of error. Okay. So it is well within the margin of error. Right. Statistically, it's even right. to a place that didn't. And um, the prices haven't gone up, but people have been benefiting. So what it. you're saying is people live better lives, make more money, mm-hmm. and the economy has continued to grow. Yes. Wow. And That and, sounds like perfect reason not to have a raise in minimum wage. And what it does is that it... Um, Stupid. It... It helps people working so that instead of having to rely on programs to survive, right. they actually contribute to programs that help people who can't work. There you go. Survive. It's it's all about. I remember when Tom Perry talked about the revenue stream, mm-hmm. and that's this is what's helping it. People right. are being able to afford to live, which puts money into the revenue of the state. Or, there you go. You know, and the city, mm-hmm. and that helps people who really can't. It helps the helps us take care of them. And so I think a lot of those cities that have $15 minimum wages, because New York is another one that's going to implement it Good. by 2020. Good. Um, I think that's why a single payer could work in those places, because right. you're going to have revenue coming in. Well, yeah. Uh, I, I do understand. I, I'll play the devil's advocate in a way. Mm-hmm. I do understand, because uh, first of all, before I say this, I 100% agree in raising the minimum wage. This, But I do understand the, uh, the concern that people have or one of the concerns that people have where it's going to hurt local or small businesses because if a small business can't make that much money paying a paying their employees $15 or whatever the the state standard living is could be harmful to them i understand that but that doesn't mean that you got if you can't afford that then the business is not doing well you can't no. take it out on the people who work for you because no. those people need to live as well. Yeah. So I, it's like I get it. I understand it. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain what I'm trying to say. Maybe you have an idea what I'm trying to say. I, I, well, that that it could um, affect small businesses because they don't make as much revenue. Right. But I mean, but, like in a way, I don't care because you can't yeah. take it out on the people who work for you. You can't just pay them shit money. Just because your business doesn't make as much as like a Walmart, yeah, and then for those co- and then for the exact opposite for those companies like Walmart. But the thing here's what you're forgetting. There's a reason for you not to be paying already. No, but the thing that you're forgetting is that in an economy that raises its minimum wage, oftentimes the people who most benefit are the small businesses because their because their consumer base all of a sudden has spending money. Well, yeah, that's a good point too. Which raises revenue enough to allow them to pay their workers, right? I did not think that. Yeah. So, but because I mean, if you think about it, if you put like they always talk about tax cuts helping the economy, because their theory is that if you cut taxes, businesses will have more money to hire more people. And then in reality, what happens is rich people make more money, don't spend it, right? And the economy suffers. Where if um, people, low income people, and even middle income people, if they all of a sudden have more money, right. what happens? They spend it right. in the economy. That's right. Which puts more money into the pockets of, you know, small companies, small That's businesses, right. especially now, because they said millennials are the most likely to shop at places that aren't chains, mm-hmm. to eat at places that oh, aren't yeah. chains. Oh, specifically, yeah, you're yeah. right. You're right. So talk about helping small like and millennials are the lowest paid generation right, right. now. So if they have extra money or I should say we, because we're part of that. There we are, yeah. If we have extra money, we can spend it on small businesses, because right. we would. And I would, yeah. I, I would personally. Yeah, I would, too. 
Because a lot of times when you like if um, even when I think about coffee, like if you go to a place like um, Dunkin' Donuts, it's because it's so fucking cheap. Yeah. And if the wage were raised, I would definitely go to those cool coffee shops in Strasbourg oh, yeah. or Easton. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I mean, and then those businesses would get that money. In turn, they could pay their workers yeah. who would go out to other places like the, you know, the cool artisanal restaurants. That's and, right. Because you know. you're paying for. Like at least for in our viewpoint, you're paying yeah. for something else, yeah. not just the product itself. And it, well, it's an experience, and the exactly, product yeah. in small, especially. I'm, and I'm kind of heavy on the culinary aspect here, but in, with food, that the small businesses are often much better. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, have you ever been to an Olive Garden? Not recently. Don't. <laughs> yeah, I try not to. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking awful. Yeah. yeah so now I'm completely with you. And you know what? The the proof is in Seattle. Yeah. It, and I think soon it'll be in other places too. Yeah. I, I can definitely see it. I definitely see it. So you think New York is New York is set for- It's already law. Okay. So who's next? What do um, you think? California? That's a good question. Can you see California? I think there is an initiative in California there is, to have so, it happen. Yeah. I don't know. I, it's definitely- it, I have a feeling- it's going to come from the northern states first. Oh, the, like the westernmost. Yeah, yeah. right. Um, and then probably our northern states like New Hampshire. But it would not shock me if there were places in the manufacturing centers of our country that adopted yeah, it as well. That would be nice to get workers back. Yeah. Because like when uh, they were doing those town halls with the so-called Trump country. Oh, yeah, yeah. People wanted wage increases. That's right, yeah. Nah. It's not. That's a bipartisan issue. The fact that I still hear uh, a debate about eliminating the minimum wage, it, it kills me. And, oh, I know. And, yeah. and, and I hear it every single day. There's people who actually think that if you get rid of the minimum wage, it'll benefit. Yeah, it, it will. Companies. Those people are called fucking idiots. <laughs> it'll benefit companies. <laughs> yep. how, do, how do people not see that? Had that... That's why other con- that's why other companies go to other countries. Yeah, they're not going because it's nice scenery. Yeah. They're going because they could pay nickels and dimes yeah. rather than dollars. Yep. So don't even talk about that shit. That's not that shouldn't even be in our discussion. But unfortunately, no. it has to be. It is good to see progress, though. Yeah. Very happy to see progress. Hopefully, it makes yep. its way to Pennsylvania. Yeah. <laughs> because I could use a real wage. Yeah. <laughs> Getting and, a little um, tired of that. But anyway, so now we'll move on to our yes. the the big issue for us. Yeah. It's gonna be a little bit short. Yeah. So right now things are looking good in California they for are. single payer. They are. They're looking very good. That's already passed, right? We'll pass the Senate. Yeah, so, so that, there needs to be deliberation. There's going to be, but it's close. But it, it, it's very close. All, all signs, I, from what I've read, at least, all Point signs to seem yeah. to pointing. Uh, it's going to be. It's going to be law. And here's the news, and I, in New York, is ooh, that they ooh. need one more senator. Oh God. Yep. Who? Who has? Is there a senator that hasn't committed, or a list of senators that haven't? Or? I'm sure there is. I mean, you could look it up. Oh boy. But all they need is one more. It's not sure. And it will pass the Senate. Well, he's a U.S. Senator. Oh, it's got to be. That's state right. It's got to be. That's right. That's yeah. right. It's got to be a state senator. So that's all they need. So, New York listeners, please pressure all of your yeah. state senators to spot. You know, to vote for that's a right. single payer. That's right. Because if we have New York and California have this and have it succeed, it's going to sweep the country. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, you know, just remember that there are progressives running in the state of New York. Yes. As well as, I mean... And California. Yeah, everywhere. I, I'm pretty sure... There's some sure, place in California where there's only progressives running. I'm pretty sure every state has progressives running. 
at least in, in one point or another. Maybe not every single state. But um, no, probably pretty close, right? Yeah. Uh, so you got to make sure that you go out and support those progressive candidates because those progressive candidates are going to be the ones that are yep. going to be pro everything. But yeah, so that about wraps it up for. Our... Yeah, it, unfortunately, yeah. I wish we had more t- to talk about. You know, well, there'll be more in the coming weeks. Hopefully, I, I think so. Hopefully, yeah. I mean, I, w- I want to see more states back this. I really yeah. do. Uh, but for now, progress. Progress is all we can hope for. Yep. And we're, we're getting it. Yep. Hey, Austin. What? Uh, when we come back, we have our, you know, weekly Twitter time. Oh, yeah. That's right. So Tom's we, thing. Yeah. yeah sure. <laughs> uh, stay tuned. All right. See you guys. Do you support progressive ideas? Do you want to wear clothes that reflect your progressive values and not a corporate logo? Then buy from You Resist. You Resist is an organization dedicated to promoting progressive initiatives with non-corporate logos. We create and sell clothing with progressive graphics. Visit You Resist at youresist.org or at facebook.com slash u.resist. Wear your resistance. Hey, Austin. Hey, Tom. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. I'm good. good. Yeah. Good, good, good. I'm um, ready for another beer. Are you? Yeah. No, too bad. Oh wait, we have one. Yeah, oh, we do. Oh, oh yeah, we have one. It's from. So everybody, that was Tom's lame attempt at humor. <laughs> oh, you're laughing though, so I win, bitch. Yeah, laughing at myself. Um, this one's from Sea Dog. Yeah. It, all right, I have my problems already. They just called this beer Raspberry. Yeah. It's fucking a little boring. Yeah, it doesn't have a name. Sea Dog Raspberry. All right, I listen. The, Dog's really cute. He's got a hat on. That's okay. why Tom picked it. No, no, I did this one. Not that one. Believe it or not, just because I wanted to try a raspberry one. Oh, okay. Uh, but I'm. Uh, too bad they didn't have Rubeus. That one's much better. They may have. I well, just actually, I don't know that for sure because we haven't tried this one yet. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, so for the YouTubers, that's it. It's not raspberry-ish. Doesn't look raspberry. It doesn't really smell raspberry-ish either. So I'm a little concerned. No, I can smell it. But anyway. Yeah, I don't. Okay. All right. Let's cheers. Try cheers. Cling. You didn't taste oh raspberry. wow! No, yeah. you absolutely did. Yeah. Oh, that's that's actually really solid. It is, yeah. What's w- the ABV on that? Uh, it's four point five, so a little weaker. Yeah, but the raspberry is good. So yeah, well, that's actually surprising. Yeah. Mm. Very good. All right. Uh, hey, Austin. What? Do you know what time it is? Son of a bitch! Every yes. fucking week. It's Twitter time. This one is, uh, it's not going to be as long of a segment. We're trying yeah. to prepare for our uh, interview coming up, and we want to have as much time as possible for that interview. So, with that, uh, the poll of the week. Uh, I was a little bit torn between poll ideas, so I went with one that was a little bit uh, more related to last week's episode. The question is, Austin, which world leader would you want as the President of the United States of America? Oh. Okay? Now... Yeah. I picked three off the top of my head that we talked about last week. If you didn't listen to the show and you commented, well, why did you pick those three? Well, then listen to the show and then you understand why. But specifically, Angela Merkel, uh, Emmanuel Macron, Macron, uh, Justin Trudeau, and then other. Uh, And then literally, other means any other leader in the world that you wanted. So if you think one is better, 
Right. You should have said it. You had your chance, and you failed at that part, by the way. I'll I'll explain that in a second. Austin. Well, to be honest, there's not that many to pick from. Not good ones. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah. But Austin, who this one's not even – who do you want as the leader? If you had to pick one that could just be the president of the United States, who would you pick? I want – and then uh, who do you think won? Jeremy Corbyn. That's who I would pick. <laughs> well, he's not a world leader. No. That's my only problem with that. He is now. <laughs> okay. He's honorary world leader. That doesn't count. You have to pick a current world leader. It's my poll, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> current one? Uh, man, that's hard. Um, it was actually more difficult than I wanted it to be. I guess Trudeau. Well, you and 45 other people agree, and that is the winner of the wow. poll. Uh, it was Trudeau. But for the first time in the poll history, Other was second place. Other was second, yeah. huh? Yeah. Uh, See, because um, it's tough. Macron won third. Merkel was the last. And, and yeah, I, kinda, I wouldn't want Merkel either. I kind of anticipated that. Even though she's leader of the free world. <laughs> well, I would probably, I would pick her over Trump. That's for sure. Well, yeah, but I meant of all the names that were mentioned. Right, right, right. Yeah. Now- other was a little disappointing because it was uh, people just joked around a lot, which is fine. Uh, one was uh, one said Killery, yeah, nah. Hillary, but it, it was obviously a joke. Um, there were several people that said Corbin. Yeah, see. Now I get it, but you, you, no, it doesn't count. It counts. It doesn't count. I give you guys clemency. It uh, counts. I, I got to do a little bit of a shout out to one one of our followers uh, at WB Devet the third said, uh, yeah. Jer- uh, Justin Trudeau, but you can't have him. <laughs> so Obviously, we can't. So, so thanks. Because <laughs> we can't have nice things. Right. Thanks for rubbing it in. Um, yeah. a- anyone with a um, uh, fictional soul? Uh, factual. Mm. So I think, it meant, I think they meant factual soul. Wow. Um, uh, I think the soul probably is fictitious. So it works for me. <laughs> yeah. There really weren't any actual other leaders, which is a little disappointing. I just wanted to see what other people said. They kind of just There's not that many others to choose from, right? But yeah. other, but the category other was in second place. You see my problem? Yeah. So I don't really know who who else you want. Well, that's the problem. I think they're just saying. Anybody? Somebody else, yeah. yeah. All right, I I would pick Trudeau. Yeah, I like Justin Trudeau. Yeah, um, I mean he's a little more centrist than I'd like, but I'll take him. Yeah, I know over what we got. Yeah, yeah, I'd take Merkel over what we got. I would too. Yeah, um, I would not take Theresa May. Yeah, it's like an even trade, I think. Yeah, that's why I wouldn't take it. <laughs> well, maybe although I would. you know, I think I might because she seems a lot more ineffectual than Donald Trump, and she can't really get us out of the European Union because we're not part <laughs> of it. We, you know? we got out of the European Union a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. And they weren't the European Union then. Um, let's do. I'm only just just let's just focus on one question. Okay. Uh, it's based off of an article, uh, sent to us by War Trout. Ah, yeah. So thank you for the. Uh, question slash article, I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, the question was pretty much based off of Ossif, uh, John Ossif, who was running uh, in Georgia. And looks, all points are saying that uh, pointing to winning for him. Yes. Yeah. And you know what? Listen, before we start, I would, I, I want him to win, even though I don't agree with everything well, he did, says. Do you see who he's running against? Oh my God. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Who she actually came out and said. She, that the, she doesn't support a livable wage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she doesn't support a livable wage. But the uh, from the New York Times said, Bucking the left, Mr. Ossoff said in an interview that he would not support raising income taxes, even for the wealthy, and opposed any move toward a single-payer health care system. And so I think now you know why the DCCC 
has put so much funding into his <laughs> right. campaign. Right. <laughs> but with that said, I still would vote for him just because course, it's yeah. him or or that person. Yeah. Oh, I, I forget her name. Han, I know her last name is like Handel or something like that. Yeah. Who doesn't believe in a, in a livable wage? There are. He's not a perfect candidate. John Ossoff is not. And a perfect she doesn't. Candidate. She believes in um, outlawing gay adoption. Mm. And marriage, which, you know, unconstitutional, so you can't do it. But right, 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 right. Try anyway. Right. Yeah, you can keep trying. It's not going to yeah. work. Uh, no, I agree. But I think the larger critique is of the national party, not so much he as a candidate. I, I'm, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Because like you said, there are other people who have been running for office who have progressive ideals. In very ideals. close races. Right. Especially the one in Montana that yeah. just happened a few weeks ago. Yeah. The DNC did nothing for that. Yeah. And that's with the current... Uh, um, a congressman who was in charge attacked a journalist. He yeah. body slammed them. But you know what the problem with that is? Is that they are notorious for early voting, and most of the votes were in before that. Before happened. that happened, yeah, yeah you're, you are right about that. But still, the DNC did nothing to help. Not, not. Well, nothing. that's why not when they enough. came in at the last minute, it didn't fucking mean it anything because most of the votes are already cast. And you, you've alluded in the past to a race in Kansas. Yeah, that only Bernie Sanders seemed to know what was that, that yeah. was going on. That could have been won. It yeah. could have been won. DNC did nothing for that. Yeah. So well, I think I think it's actually the DCCC that does. DC, the, uh, yeah. Fine, same shit. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it really is in a way. Um, but but like, there was money pouring into Ossoff's campaign right. very early on. Very early on. And I think after you heard those views, now you know why. Well, yeah, exactly. Because yeah. that's pretty much what they support. Although, on top of that, let's just, I, I wanted to bring this up. There's a video surfacing uh, of um, Tom Perez at a campaign, like a, a little rally. Uh, and the crowd started chanting, Bernie, Bernie, Bernie. And guess what he did, Austin? What did he do? He chanted with them. Ah, Bernie, Bernie. Well, I think yeah, I think he's more of a shrewd politician than people give him credit for. I think you're right. Yeah, because he kind of has that all shucks, you know. That's how he plays, but I, I don't think that's I, I how think, he really is. I think yeah. He, yeah, but I think he sees what's going on and he's going to play to it. Well, I think that's why I wish more of them would go out like that right. on like a tour. Because mm-hmm. when you see what's happening, it's hard to stay in your little you know DC bubble. And it makes it, you have to acknowledge what's happening. Right. And that when the people who are enthusiastic and coming out are not the people like center, Mm -hmm. left or center, Mm -hmm. it's people that want left policies. Right. Right. Uh, but anyway, that's it. That that concludes our Twitter time. That was a pretty yeah. short one today. Yeah. Uh, but don't be alarmed because the interview that's coming <laughs> up uh, is going to be detailed. Yeah. I can just tell you it is because there's a lot. There's yep. a lot of stuff to cover. Yep. So when we come back, uh, propaganda, whose name is Stephen, will yeah. our, our UK correspondent will uh, give us his take on the UK election and all that. Yep. So we'll see you in a little bit. All right. See you. Hello, my children. Are you a fan of the show? Do you wish you could donate to the show? Well, fear not. Just visit www.patreon.com forward slash dumb all over to donate today. Yes. You will receive very special rewards for donating. Thank you so much. And remember, Alt-Right Jesus loves us all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we are back. Um, 
with a special guest. But before we announce the guest, we do have a beer that we're going to introduce. Uh, I, oh, yes. I can promise that I've never had this, but I'm pretty excited about this one. It's called, I'm guessing the company is Wild Blue. Yeah. Um, and it's premium blueberry lager. Yeah, I know. That sounds really good. It, it doesn't just sound good. It yeah. smells phenomenal, too. It does, yeah. Um, it's 8% ABV. There's the label for the YouTube crowd. Hey, YouTube, how you doing? Good. kind of looks blue, too. Yeah, well, yeah. No, A like, little purple, actually. It looks like wine. Yeah, it, it looks does. like wine. So don't be fooled. We are not drinking wine. Not today. No. Not today. <laughs> it, it will happen. We'll, uh, we'll go into that in a little while. <laughs> yeah. So uh, right. symbolic cheer first. Mm, sounds good. Yeah, so that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's... Yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, look. it's blueberry log. I mean, yeah, you can't really describe it much more than it already. Except for the fact that it, it almost tastes like soda to me. And it's 8%, right? It is 8%. Yeah, that's yeah, a lot. All right, but enough it's about the beer. I think yes. we got more stuff yeah, to no, go. Beer is, beer is good, but this is even better. Um, all right, so that special guest um, is our, it, it, he is our official UK correspondent. His name is Stephen. Stephen, how are you? I am wonderful, thank you very much, and uh, thanks for having me on. Absolutely, yeah, thank no you problem. for coming on. Uh, it's been a long, long overdue wait, that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, what better time to have you on Absolutely. our show? <laughs> yeah, it's interesting times, as they, uh, the Chinese say. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> um, before we start, introduce yourself a little bit. Uh, let our audience, uh, I mean, you, you know him as Propaganda. Yeah. So if you ever hear us asking or answering questions from pop- Propaganda, that is who we are speaking to right now. So introduce yourself, uh, talk a little bit about yourself, and then we'll get into the, the uh, exciting UK election and all that. Yeah. Certainly. Um, yeah, I, I'm a rep within the um the biggest union within the um uk called unite um i work within the retail sector and um represent um the northeast yorkshire and humberside of, of the country um to try and you know improve the rights stop people from getting sacked um and to push the company into um into doing the right thing which is not always easy as a as a trade union rep um but also, you know, involved, involved in the wider movement as well um, within my own hometown of York, um, which is the original, what not the, the new one. Um, I, uh, I'm involved with other unions to make sure we're all coordinated against the big bad enemy, which is, um, you know, the big bosses and the, the rich folk who control the, the governments. Mm-hmm. So um, at the moment, I'm actually in London because I'm here with um, some United Steel workers because Unite has a... Uh, arrangement with them that we're in a union together sort of thing awesome. um so i'm here on a on a, a course yet yeah, last year we went to mexico together and this year we're they've come over here oh, so nice. um so at the moment we're um we're trying to we're sat in meetings discussing our differences and similarities and how we can work together to um bring about our aim of complete unionization and workers rights and and basically equal rights for everybody out there well, very so, good we won't do it alone we need other people to join the unions obviously to give us more power but hey we can start yeah you know? yeah absolutely absolutely and uh, as we were briefly discussing before we started you're with the uh the the, the good side of the americans which we were, oh, yeah. we're very happy about <laughs> because yeah they're they're very much people who um know what it's it, it, the situation is like over there they're aware of what's going on and and uh for the majority of them, I haven't heard anybody express any other opinion than um, 
if only Bernie Sanders had won, um, <laughs> things would have been much better for themselves and for the whole world. Um, but unfortunately, you've got somebody else over there in charge. And uh, oh, do we? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't you know might have heard of him. <laughs> He's quite a mild-mannered, um, shy fella um, yeah. that doesn't like to put himself out there and keeps his opinions to himself. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can feel the love. I can feel the love. Uh, but you know what? You have uh, you had your own interesting uh, couple weeks. Um, oh yeah, yeah. With Absolutely, the, the yeah. UK election just ended, and as we promised, um, we we wanted to discuss this because Austin and I have both really gotten into the uh, UK election. We've been trying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's very different than what we're used to. Um, and yes. I, before you get into it, I got to admit it was a lot more fun than ours. Mm. It's not as um, I don't know. I, we didn't follow it from the very very beginning. But it wasn't as it seemed like as dirty. Uh, as as it can get here, but I, I enjoyed it a lot more. I don't know. I think yours? the reason, one of the reasons why it wasn't as dirty um, is not just because it's a, a different system in some ways. That although there was an attempt by the um, the current prime minister um, to make it more like a presidential election, like you have over there. Essentially, we have a different way of doing it because we have a parliamentary system. Right. So um, the votes are based upon the individual um, electorate areas um, to put somebody into parliament and it's the one, the, the party that has the most um, members of parliament that their leader end up being the prime minister. So um, th that might have been a part of it, but also the fact that the leader of the Labour Party, Jeremy Corbyn, being very much like uh, Bernie, mm -hmm. um, didn't want to run negative campaign himself. So the negativity was all from one side. And yeah, he was just, familiar. and the Labour Party in general, just policies, 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 right. rather than going after a smear campaign, mm -hmm. um, which was what the other side did, which, you know, obviously you experienced with Trump and Clinton, mm -hmm. because that's the, the kind of old politics that they continue to do. Whereas if Bernie had been opposing Trump, you might have seen something entirely different. You might have seen him... Just, you know, with the policies rather than actually uh, oh, yeah. just trying to say the dirty campaign slogans all the time, which is um, unfortunately what you got. Yeah. Yep. Well, we had, I think they said the study was this was the most policy-free election the U.S. has ever had since they started studying ads well, and I campaign rhetoric. <laughs> I still don't know what Hillary Clinton completely stands for. Well, she was the most policy-free campaign in history. Yeah, yeah, I believe it. I believe it. But but together, the, like neither one of them had a lot of policy, right. so yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> now, um, because a majority of our listeners and viewers are from the United States, I guarantee this fact that most of the people who are listening or watching do not understand uh, UK politics at all or that well. Can you give us like a basic rundown of how the UK um, government works, I guess you could say, government and the political system? Just a quick like overview before we get into like what actually happened. Yes, no problem. There's um, basically the, there's more than one um, political party and even more than two, which is, must be a, a strange thing for, for the American listeners. Bizarre. Um, <laughs> we, uh, and, and actually, you know, they, they poll quite well and have had a long history as well, rather than just popping up out of nowhere for, for, for one election cycle as a third party that's getting nowhere. But um, the 
the party currently that we have as government is the Conservative Party, which are akin to your Republican Party, okay. um, with you know less religious nut jobs really. Mm. Um, you know, they're the they've got the billionaire donors telling the millionaire politicians to exploit the poor. You know, and it's all about privatisation, corporate tax ripoffs. Um, mega rich tax avoidance, expenses frauds, xenophobia, inequality, all these kind of things, which, you know, is something that um, I know the, uh, the GOP are very keen on as well. Um, and we see sometimes some of the, their policies of the Conservative Party seem to be aping what the Republicans are doing, which isn't good for us. No, no, um, or the all. world. So, no, all the world in general. Yeah, um, you guys are just missing the uh, the second coming. That's all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like yeah. if, if you had yeah planning for the second coming, that's basically the Republicans. <laughs> that is not well, um, that's not an American ideal that I want being spread around no. the world. <laughs> well, no, for the for the conservatives, as far as they were concerned, at one point the second coming was Theresa May, who's their her current leader, because oh, they were geez. seeing her as being a a, a new era um, Thatcher who um, was reviled by a lot of the populace, um, but yeah. actually worshipped by the Conservatives mm. for her right-wing extremism and been the counterpart of um, Reagan and a lot of the things that caused the banking crisis um, some decades after they'd left power. Yeah. Um, on the other side of the aisle, we've got um, the Labour Party, which has been been around for over 100 years, which is, you know, is a credible party, um, and they're the one of the working people um Currently led by Jeremy Corbyn, who is very much um, like Bernie Sanders, thankfully. Yeah. Um, it did go through a period in the 90s for about 10, 15 years where it had been um, hijacked by the neoliberals who took it more towards what you know your democratic party is, where it's, it's not a party of the left, but really a party of the left of the right. Right. Um, yeah. <laughs> still, quite, still quite central, and with some people there who were possibly quite right wing and just afraid to say it. Um, but it's been regained now, and, and uh, very similar to, to Sanders, there was a, a populist movement which over here was called Momentum um, to actually galvanise people who were of the left persuasion to back him for his election as the leader, and then to carry on um, as they described themselves to be his media. Because the the media over here is in your in the states is very much controlled by the rich, so the message that gets out is just the message they want, which is that anything left is is very very bad. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so that's you know that sort of people power and very much um, using that open democracy that um, that Bernie talks about to to bring the grassroots up and and a lot of the Labour Party now is actually back in the hands of the grassroots rather than it being controlled by this, this liberal elite of, of ex-political um, careerists and university right. um, people who've never done a proper day's work in their life. Yeah. So um, <laughs> the, the, the other main party used to be the Liberal Democrats, um, who, despite the name Liberal and Democrats, aren't necessarily um, completely either. Um <laughs> Oh. And they're quite a broad church um, in the fact that they've got the left-wing centre and right-wingers in there in a very soft way in each occasion. Mm. Um, and they used to be the major opposition to the Conservatives until Labour came about 100 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, so, and they probably would have, you know, continued without the Labour Party. They would have continued to go along the same lines as your Democratic Party, where there were 
more centrist than than actually left, just because they could they could um, do that without actually being the right wing. Mm. Um, but unfortunately, you know, unfortunately for them, they got virtually wiped out at the last uh, election in um, 2005, uh, 2010 um, because they'd been previously been in coalition with the Conservatives and put through lots of um, manifesto breaking um, policies to punish the poor for the austerity um, uh, uh. the banking crisis it wasn't their fault and um, they got a lot of pushback on that so they they massively lost loads of seats and um, they've they've regained some in the recent election but still nothing like the once were so they're continuing to be punished for their for their um, their stance there the only the only thing to speak of highly about them is the fact that they are very much um, pro-European and want to stay within the um, European Union, ah. um, which you know is is one of their key points. Um, and you know they're right that that would be uh, the better option than what we've got. But um, unfortunately, that's kind of an argument that's already finished with. That decision's already been made, and um, you need to move on. Really. Yeah. Um, at the previous election to, to this one, the Scottish National Party um, came up to prominence, um, whereas previously it'd been a, quite a minor party. They became the third largest party. Oh wow! And and they wiped out Labour in, pretty much in the um, in Scotland, and um, and virtually every other parties. They were vir- you know, with the exception of three seats, they were virtually every seat within um, in Scotland. So they wow. held a lot of sway there. Um, but again, they're quite a broad church. Um, in their policies and what their rhetoric is and, and what their actions are don't quite tally up. They like to say that they're more left than they are, depending on who they're speaking to, and sometimes so they're more business orientated. They're, they're just very much weathercocks that will change their um, what they say based upon who they're talking to, and, and unfortunately um, they took advantage um, of Labour's bad polling because of the, the Blair and Brown um, years, um, in order to try and get their agenda forward, and their their main thing is they want to be independent from the rest of the UK, mm. um, which you know I don't blame them for considering how much Scotland has been mistreated right. by by England as being you know the the larger power of the of the, the partnership as it were, but um, unfortunately it wouldn't be um, maybe the best situation for them economically but right, that's right. what they're pushing for and there's there's a few other smaller parties mm-hmm. there's the the um, Welsh National Party Plaid Cymru there's the Greens who uh, Bernie Sanders brother um, is a councillor for I believe yeah, yeah I was going to ask about that oh, yeah. okay okay so um, they actually have one one MP um, who is very you know she's quite left wing and is very credible in what she says to be fair. So they, they, um, you said they only have one? Only one seat went to the Green Party? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, that's more than um, we have for our Green Party. <laughs> that is true. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. That, that's, uh, she's got her seat in um, in Brighton, which is, um, as I was describing today to somebody, because we were on a train and it, it said Brighton uh, as the end destination. That's It's um, it's kind of the San Francisco of um, of of England in okay. the, it's, it's, it's very much the, the gay capital of the country okay. um, and they, they seem to be a bit more progressive in some of their policies as a, as a, a city um, so um, the only you know the other the other big party that was to, to mention would be um, the UK Independent Party who are very much at the forefront of pushing for us to leave the EU and um, 
now that's been decided, they seem to have just completely collapsed as an electoral force. And huh. they were very much like the Tea Party okay. Um, okay. section of the Repu- Republicans, just complete nut jobs. Um, and then there's then there's the republic these the um the Northern Irish parties who at one point weren't a lot of relevance to um to the national scene um but seem to have become more prominent under the uh, under the result this last week so uh, right, which yeah. we can get into a bit later on and we will so. we will for sure all right so now let's get back into this uh the this uk special election because from what i understand is that there was not supposed to be another election for a couple more years that's correct that's right yeah um when Theresa may who's the leader of the conservatives had replaced um, the last prime minister after the brexit vote um, she said that she wasn't planning on having another election. That she was happy with you know the mandate that they had, mm-hmm. and the, the people just needed to move on, and didn't want another election, and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. So she promised there wouldn't be one um, until the proper time scale had, had passed, which would be 2020. Um, and then um, she repeated that um, promise again and again and again. And as with most of her promises, she um, broke it as soon as she felt um, she wanted to. Um, and it, it ended up in the, the situation where she did call it with um, just um, several weeks' notice. Um, thankfully, the Labour Party, um, as the main opposition party, were um, already getting themselves ready, thinking there may be election at some point. It came slightly earlier than they expected, as far as I'm aware, but um, still they were already preparing for it. So, But her reasons for, for calling the early election um, were based upon the fact that she claimed that um, she needed a stronger hand um, to actually um, negotiate the Brexit deal with the rest of Europe. And she only had 12 um, MPs as a majority in Parliament. And so she felt that she she needed um, those extra votes to give her more legitimacy to, to argue the point. Um, and he, she was even pushed at one point into actually saying about, you know, if she lost free MPs, um, that she wouldn't feel that she had the mandate she needed. Oh, um, <laughs> Three? So, yeah, so she, she was 12 up, and, uh, and um, she, you know, that's what, what she said, free MPs. Um, I don't think there was a, any coincidence to the fact that um, 31 of her MPs were under investigation for electoral fraud. Oh, and I didn't were know potentially, that. were potentially going to lose their, their seats uh, um, if things were done, um, the law was followed completely properly. And the announcement of the result of that investigation that um, came out um, just hours after the um, she announced the uh, election. Um, and as it turned out, the... The um, prosecution service decided to not actually bring any um, any charges against any of the um, the MPs to the extent where they were going to lose their seats. Okay. But still, um, still, that was obviously in her mind, thinking that you know the MPs were there under false pretenses, and it could perhaps um, be a challenge to her that they weren't there for the right reasons, and that they should have a re-election anyway. So, but she felt that she was in a strong position. She felt that there was no. Um, opposition. She believed her own rhetoric that she was um, strong and stable, as she uh, kept repeating over and over and over in the election. Um, so she went for it, thinking that she was an easy win and that she would just increase the majority. And that's what all the polls just said would happen. And then Jeremy Corbyn decided to actually fight this, <laughs> and um, 
it didn't really happen how the Tories, who were the Conservatives, yes. expected it to happen. Nor the pundits in the newspapers on the television. Um, it turned out that um, Theresa May wasn't um, strong and stable, but was actually a lot more weak and wobbly. A lot really. weaker, yeah. And, yeah. Um, and as a result... Um, you saw this gigantic swing, and it was just incredible to watch because as you start seeing these Labour Party members winning and winning and winning, at one point they were like they were predicted to have thirty-one gained seats. I think the final was twenty-nine. Is that how many they gained at the end? Twenty-eight or twenty-nine seats? Um, they gained thirty seats in the end. Thirty. The, seats. Um, yeah, and the Conservatives lost thirteen. Mm. Um, the Scottish National Party, who were the third biggest party, lost twenty-one. Wow! Um, wow! So, um, so yeah, that you know, it, it was a situation where, when the election was announced, um, the polls were put in the Conservative Party um, more than twenty points ahead wow. um, than um, than the Labour Party. Um, but what they didn't obviously account for, and what the Conservatives obviously didn't account for, that is. Um, Theresa May, unfortunately, she's very robotic and um, and has a a bad way about her that comes across as being that she's she's just she has difficulty in being a human is uh, <laughs> is what somebody said to me. That's great. Um, it reminds whereas, me of somebody who ran in our election. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, there's, yeah, there are comparisons there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the difference is that um, Hillary Clinton. Um, for all you can say of criticism of her, she she is an intelligent woman. Yes, absolutely. Um, yeah. Whereas Theresa May is just a nasty opportunist, mm. um, really. And she thought that she could just get through the fact that she's got no personality and that they've got no actual um, policies that are in any way right. um, what the people want. She just thought that they could push through with the fact that the media is on their side and they would still walk it. But um, unfortunately, they didn't count on the fact that social media plays a large part now. Yeah. They didn't yeah. count on the fact that right. um, one of the major aspects of the change in this election that they, they couldn't account for um, is something that Bernie talks about in his, in his book, which I'm partway through. Mm. Um, it's about the young people. Right. You know, the, the, the young people, um, there's a massive upsurge in, in the young voting. And obviously they get their media a different way. They don't get it from the newspapers and nope. the, the television programs. And they they just took massively to Jeremy Corbyn, as long as, along with a lot of people taking to him because he just had policies. Right. And he had policies that everybody wanted. And despite there was a lot of smearing of him for things that he'd done in the past, um it was, you know, the, the youngsters, the, the music scene. Um, there's a type of music that we have over here, which you, you guys over there probably won't be familiar with. Um, and I'm far too old to actually be able to describe it properly, but it's called grime. Um, mm. And um, that, the scene there, which is very much an urban um, type of music, and the, the black youth in this country particularly, um, they... They took massively to him, and some of the the major figures in that were were really eulogising about um, the, the 
Corbyn campaign and Corbyn himself being photographed with him and, and, and interviewing him and things. And, you know, there's a, a magazine called Krang, which is the heavy metal side of things, that type of music, and The Enemy, which is more the indie music thing. All of them, they had him, you know, bands supporting Corbyn and been on the front cover with him and all this kind of thing. And he, he just, you know, he was out there going visiting schools and the kids were just crawling all over him while he was reading stories and, mm-hmm. and things. Whereas Theresa May... The photos of her with children, she was looking at them like she was the child snatcher from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. There's photos that show utter revulsion on her face when looking at children or anybody who's, you know, not her hand-picked people. Yeah. And when she was going around the country, she was doing it in closed meetings with Conservative Party um, representatives who were had to, their questions were all um, put through a sieve to make sure they were all the right questions or there were questions that were given oh, to them. There was repeatedly the same people um, in the background at different ends of the country um, just happened to be wearing different clothes. So there right, were just right. people that were just taken with them and and, and these ta- and they were f- photographing these scenes from certain angles to make it look like there were more people there. And Oh, that sounds familiar to something too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you had Jeremy Corbyn, who would turn up to a, a meeting in a a hall that was or, that was meant to be holding the capacity of a few hundred people, and he'd have to go outside first to talk to the other two thousand people that had turned up that couldn't get in. Wow, that's um, awesome! And you know, the, the the man must have shaken so many hands and had so many selfies taken with him, and um, he just kept gaining in confidence and his ability to um, deal with the media and um, come across as being a human being and somebody who not only is a human being, but also um, when, unfortunately, the some of the recent terrorist attacks that have happened, um, Manchester and, and London Bridge, he came across as being not only compassionate and realistic about the causes of these things while condemning the actions, but it was completely the you know the, the way he was speaking, the way he was acting. It was just a statesman, right? Yeah. Whereas, Ther- whereas Theresa May just came across as being somebody in panic, um, who could only give out sound bites, um, didn't want to address the issue that she'd massively cut um, police numbers um, by twenty by um, I think it's twelve percent, um, and she you know cut funding to. Um, counter-terrorism actions and to the MI5 yeah. but, um, uh, and then there's you know there was also in that time there was the the, the collapse of the um, NHS computer systems when the cyber attacks happened that's worldwide right. and that's because the Conservative Money uh, Party had decided in their underfunding of the NHS which is our fantastic and wonderful health service that we have which um, is the envy of many parts of the world right yes including including yours yes um, yes <laughs> very much yeah. so yeah. i mean to have a situation where you can go oh i'm not very well i'll go see the doctor and the doctor says what's wrong with you not how much money have you got yeah yep. keep um, rubbing it in it's okay <laughs> it's, 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 it's one of the reasons why i know I, I know i know tom won't be happy about this but um it's one of the reasons why i couldn't get into breaking bad as a tv series Mm. Because, because yeah, for the premise uh, yeah. for you would be strange. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the it's, show would have ended in episode one. Yeah, yeah. He, he, the guy turns up to the doctor, and the doctor says, "Oh, sorry to tell you, you've got you've got cancer." And the man says, "Oh, 
what am I going to do? What about my family? What, how am I going to pay for my health care? And the doctor says, it's okay, citizen. We, we know, we're going to make sure that a lot's paid yeah. for. Don't worry. Let's just, let's just get you better. Uh, uh, I have to say, know. but even the premise of that first episode with him meeting with the doctor... Yeah is well, yeah, a mean, little bit unrealistic know. on the show's part that because is right, yeah. a, like a real teacher would even have to pay for that that yeah. he probably couldn't afford. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. Like I so, think they actually uh, made it look better than it really is, especially mm-hmm. now with uh with well, Trump trying to, to push now, through. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. No, he'd have to he'd have to just um die on the street probably, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> you know. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, 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 it's frightening to see what your situation is over there no. knowing that the conservative party over here mm-hmm. um looks towards your system yeah. as an improvement yeah um Con- continue to fight that trust yeah, us well we, oh, yeah, yeah. we we do it's it's you know it's recognized widely that the nhs is the jewel in the crown over here and that um you know going to an insurance model would um even going to to something that's more along the lines of um, Obamacare is, is still a massive downgrade from it what is. we've got. It is. Oh, yeah. Um, and trust me, that's the best thing we've ever had. Yeah, yeah and, it's still, and it's still that. horrible. I understand, <laughs> I understand that, was, that, was a, that was a step towards the yeah. end goal rather mm-hmm. than yeah. being the end goal in itself. But, um, yeah, it's it's just baffles the mind over here. And it's one of the, but one of the problems is that there are certain people over here who don't recognize what there is to lose. Um, yeah. well, and that's that's a big problem because the complacency people who... Because the NHS has been around for, I don't know, 70 years, I think it is now. There's, there's hardly anybody around who remembers what it was like before. That's right, yeah. Where yeah. if you didn't have money, you didn't get healthcare. Um, and so now there's a lot of people who, who just used, you know, everybody's used to be the fact that they ring for an ambulance and an ambulance will pick them up and... You know, take them to the hospital. They'll get treated. When they're well enough, they'll come out. If they are um, in difficult circumstances, you know, the their medicines are free. If they've got things like cancer or, or a broken leg or any of these things, then that just gets treated. Well, it's do, not, there's no 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 concept of a bill for it. Do this yeah. every time somebody says to you uh, that they want to change and they want something that's American. Tell them to go on a vacation to America. And uh, tell them to go visit Detroit. Yeah, send them to Detroit. Yeah, it's a good idea. And then they'll change. Although their soon mind. it'll just be just about anywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I'm, I just wanted to pick one that's really, yeah. really in trouble. Or Flint. <laughs> or yeah, exactly. Just dressed to Flint. Yeah. Um, or even. I've been talking about Flint today, actually. Oh, were you? The, the water situation. Yeah. 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 So. Which is still untaken care of. Uh, Stephen, I have one more uh, question for you. It's a, it's a pretty important one. Um, where, what now? What happens now with the state of the UK? It's in a hung parliament, no ma- no majority. What, what, what's going to happen? What do you see is going to happen? What do you think is going to happen? Well, the current situation is that there's the um, the Conservative Party is actually does have the most seats, mm-hmm. um, not enough to make a majority, as you said. So they're a minority in government. They're looking at um, a situation which is. Um, it has happened a number of times before in history, but not that often, and it's called. Um, Rather than a coalition, which they've had before, um, this is called um, a support and supply um, or a confidence and supply um, deal where another party, in order for certain promises, um, a minor party will actually agree that on matters um, that are manifesto pledges and of finance that they will actually support the government um, so they can actually get some of their agenda through. 
and the party they've picked to um, to support them on that and take them over the threshold of having uh, a majority of votes is the Democratic Unionist Party, um, which doesn't sound like a bad name, um, except for you've got to recognise that most of the countries in the world that have Democratic in their their actual name um, obviously aren't. Right, right. Um, and, and these these are uh, from the uh, Northern Ireland, uh, which is a very complex situation in Northern Ireland, and it's, it, that's a, a whole show in itself. Mm-hmm. But um, they're ba- they are basically right wing nut jobs. They oh. are, you know, a lot of the things that the Tea Party um, believes. That, you know, there are some of them that are climate deniers. They're oh, massive boy. religious nuts oh, um, in favour of of all sorts of awful things. They're anti-abortion. They're um, wanting to um, deny gay rights. Um, they're it sounds an awful to, lot like the Republican Party. Yeah, yeah. there's the um, having blasphemy laws. Um, which oh, wow. one of the things that's you know probably um, a bit scary for you two is um, they want to restrict alcohol consumption. Oh yeah, that's oh, no, no good. No. <laughs> they, uh, yeah, marriage equality, homosexuality, mandatory prayer days. Um, wow. Uh, <laughs> wait, 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 um, wait, wait! You can't just go on without elaborating. You said you did say mandatory prayer dates, right? That's what yep. you said. Oh, um, I yeah, can't. Even, I can't of, even. That's what some of them that. believe. Yeah. Wow. Um, that's you know the the this is the, it's as you say. With some of the the right wing nut jobs that you've got over there, including some of them that are actually in elected positions, that they say things that um, really people should be just completely outraged at and think are ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Except in except in your country, it, there isn't that outrage over here. There is good. at least in the, well, in the majority of cases. Um, the, the, as I say, the situation in Northern Ireland is so complex politically mm-hmm. um, that they've they've managed to get votes. Um, Despite being complete nut jobs, because there's a there's a larger issue that plays out over there um, to do with being part of the UK or being part of the Republic right. of Ireland, and that colours everything else that goes on over there, um, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's there's some of them who are um, members of that party and elected members of their party, particularly who, you know, are on the same page as Donald Trump on climate change, oh, um, saying it's 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 just made up, and um, and there there are even some that um, that have expressed severe um, misgivings and wanting to actually make it illegal to do line dancing what? because they believe they believe it's immoral and encourages people to um, to behave badly and have low morals. This this is the extreme <laughs> that they're at, you see, and which is why you know there are mm. there are parties in Northern Ireland, but their views aren't representative of Northern Ireland as a whole. They're, they're, not actually, they're not in control of the government in Northern Ireland itself. Oh, well. Yet somehow they're power brokers for being able to prop up a government in the UK in general. So do, um, you, do you think that this is that it's going to work? The Conservative Party and DUP, are they actually going to... Are they going to be able to successfully form? Um, there's talks that are going on at the moment, and I imagine that they will be able to because it's oh you know the um, the 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 only difficulty comes in um, because they'll 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 be happy to do it because mm-hmm. the government uh, the Conservatives will, will offer enough incentives to to get around. It's just what they need to offer to do so. Um, but 
one of the, the, the difficulties is that there's, um, in order that peace in Northern Ireland continues, um, there's something called the Good Friday Agreement, which um, in order for that to be continued to be implemented and be brokered and the, the UK government to do that um, as a neutral party, it's very difficult if one of the major parties involved in that um, those power discussions is actually involved with the national government. Mm -hmm. So that is potentially, you know, I don't think it will necessarily come to anything, but it, there is a challenge there on that, that it's, it's breaking that neutrality. But, the, you know, the what will happen as far as their the DUP's attitude towards Brexit, because they're, they're pro-Brexit, but they want to make sure that there isn't a, a, a land um, frontier between Ireland and Northern Ireland, because that would be disastrous for the economy of right. Northern Ireland, despite them, despite them being massively anti um Republic of Ireland, mm -hmm. um, they're, they're still, they don't want that to come up. But how much the involvement they'll have in the negotiations um, for Brexit is a different idea. But I have um, I have heard it said that the the Conservative and Unionist negotiating team is uh, struggling for an acronym because cunt is not really the kind of type of title they want, um, <laughs> even if it might be appropriate. <laughs> yeah, I bet they. Yeah, that probably would not be good. So, the, the next step is that there needs to be what's called a Queen's Speech, which, um, because we're very archaic and I still got lots of trappings of our monarchy and, and things, um, is the government putting forward their proposals for their parliament and um, they'll have to try and work out the deal of uh, what they're going to be putting on there as their, their policies. And I imagine they'll be less ambitious than they would have been previously. Right. But um, Jeremy Corbyn, um, you know, as far as the Labour Party, they're going to be putting forward an alternative Queen's speech, in in a sense, out to the people, and um, there is the idea that um, there could be as early as the autumn or the fall, as you call it, um, there could be another election. Um, and if that happened, I would expect there to be um, a stronger vote for Labour, and that might actually change the situation there. Wow. But um, you know, all we can hope is that for the moment the negotiations that go on in Brexit, they'll, they'll take two years to get anywhere in a way and um, the Conservatives aren't skilled negotiators. They're people who go in there, make demands and then walk out if they don't get what they want. Mm. Um, whereas, which is why we wanted, you know, the Labour um, negotiators in there because a lot of them come from either the legal profession or from um, Labour unions um, therefore, they know how to negotiate and not just give up because they're not getting what they want. They know how to try and find compromises and, and, and get a deal. Right. So, um, so at the moment, we're, we're, we're struggling with that. I mean, it's unfortunate that the DUP does have links to um, terrorism, oh. um, uh, So, which is what Corbyn was uh, accused of having just because he'd wanted to start peace talks with um, the both sides of the, the parties in Northern Ireland. Mm. Um, and Theresa May, who's doing what Donald Trump does, selling weapons to the terrorists who are in government in um, in Saudi Arabia, it's all quite messy, really. And unfortunately, Theresa May um, hasn't managed to keep control of the message that's gone out. So she her credibility is massively weakened. And mm. I think it's possible, and I don't know when it'll happen, but it, it's possible that she might actually end up been removed by the Conservatives themselves oh, wow. um, as, as party leader because of her incredibly disastrous showing right. um, during the election. 
Um, and because she just really doesn't have what it takes to be a, a leader. Um, so uh, it's kind of watch this space and see what's going to happen first, whether there's another election so that we remove her mm-hmm. or the, um, the Tories remove her themselves. Well, it definitely sounds like there's some interesting times ahead. Oh, yeah. And, oh, yes. Uh, yeah. When, when that time comes, well, we're going to have to have you back on. Hope you're okay with that. Oh, it would be my pleasure. Whenever right. you like, I'll, I'll come on, yeah. All right, great. Because uh, I feel like in the next uh, few months or so, we're, you're probably going to have to come back on. Yeah. <laughs> Fill us in on what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, well, um, I'll keep updating you with bits and pieces if there's right, any, anything major that changes, uh, even if it's just uh, sending you some messages to... Um, to add on to my uh, my Twitter questions. All right. So. Um, all right. Well, listen. Thank you so much for coming on to the show. Yeah. Uh, giving no us problem. all that information, filling us in on uh, firsthand knowledge of what's going on. We really appreciate it, and it helped uh, both of us. Uh, I can speak for myself, at least with me, a lot. I know. It helped me a lot too. Yeah. <laughs> because I didn't know most of the stuff that you, you were saying well, until I, then. What what we've as having a parliamentary system over here, it's a bit more confusing as well for you because it's not just um, you know one person who gets the most votes. Exactly, and I mean, it was, right. it's, it's quite a tight margin. You know, when you look at the, the percentages of the vote share, the, the difference between the Conservative vote and the Labour vote, yeah. um, that that percentage is similar to the difference in the vote share between Clinton and Trump. Right. It's just in, in this country, the one that actually did get the larger vote share actually won. Right, yeah. which is the way it probably should be. <laughs> yeah. which, is what, which is basically what democracy is about. But yeah. for some reason, you've got, you've got a different system where your, your democracy is based upon... Two hundred and exactly. fifty people or yeah, so, rather than is. the actual entire electorate. So, well, it's because it's because of the slave states. Yeah. 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 I do wish you luck with Donald Trump. Oh, thank yeah. you, and, thank you, and uh, and hopefully the midterms uh, next year will actually bring about a change oh, that we want. In we're order fighting to, for it. Yeah, we are yeah. fighting for yeah. it. Uh, but like I said, thank you so much for coming on, and we will definitely have you on and uh, in the near future. Yep. No problem. All right. My pleasure. All right, um, we just have to wait a little bit longer because uh, Austin hasn't returned yet. Uh, I started the video just to get this going. Um, he should be back any second now. Shut up, Tom. It is I. Oh, oh. right, Jesus. Oh, no. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Um, I'm checking my notes here. I don't remember this being part of the show. No notes can contain me. But I... Uh, I am the alt-right Jesus. Oh, shit. Uh, hey, alt-right. How are you? I am good. Alt-right is not my first name, though. It is a descriptor. <laughs> uh, no, okay, alt-right, whatever you say. Um, I'm gonna smite you so hard. Okay. Um, what are you doing here? Well, I enjoy watching my wonderful alt-right children on video. And you cucks reacting to them every week, so I thought I'd step in this week. Oh, wait, you want to watch a... I do. You want to watch a video yes. with, with me? Yes. But we got to wait for Austin. No, that's not. It's more fun with Adam. Uh-oh. At least that's what you said last night. <laughs> Did you have anybody in mind? No, I thought I'd let you pick. Um, 
how about uh, Pastor Manning? Oh, he's not one of mine, but fine, whatever. Already being a cook. <laughs> um, yeah, we haven't we haven't covered uh, P- Pastor Manning in a while. All right, Jesus. So maybe uh, may- maybe we can find a video on him. Go ahead. All right. Um, I think you know what I believe. I think this one already on the laptop. Um, oh, do I just have to click the button? Yeah, just click click the button. I guess we'll we'll, we'll start this. All right, fine. I want to ask you if you have ever been injected with the sodomite demon. Have of you ever not. had that demon injected in you? Now, I tell women, I preach this all the time in our church. I say, you know, if you have sexual intercourse with a man and he plants his semen inside of you, that semen, whether it makes you pregnant or not, uh, enters into your blood system. It go, your womb is a place for the receptacle and it goes into your blood system. And whatever he has in his blood is in your blood. And for that's um, interesting. Is it? Yeah. Uh, let me get your take on that, Alt-Right Jesus. Well, I don't like that um, black guys in a position of power. <laughs> I. <laughs> Ooh, you're off to a kick and start, Alt-Right Jesus. I tend to mostly agree with what he's saying, but still. Okay. The black thing it bothers me. Okay. But what do you think? Um. I I think he's insane. No, he doesn't seem insane. Just the wrong race, that's all. (laughs) I think what we need is to hear a little bit more of this. Wait, he's not poor, is he? I'm going to guess not. Good. (laughs) Should we watch some more? Yeah, yeah. Let's let's uh, so let's watch. Just have to press the button again. That's uh, just press yeah. the button, and then you can stop. We don't stop. have these fancy machines in all right heaven. Oh, you, you don't? No, we're just surprising for how many of us have Twitter accounts. <laughs> that's a that's a good point. All right, Jesus. Yeah. So you just click that button right there. All right. Yeah, right there, it. and then you can stop it whenever. For instance, if he has a disease in his blood through his semen, and the the semen is the cream of the blood. <laughs> What? Semen is produced <laughs> by the blood. It is the cream. It is the it is the pow. It is the cream of blood. That's just no other way to say it. I think there's several other ways to say it. I happen to agree with you on this one. See, you do not. You do not think that uh, that's the cream of the blood is semen. No, otherwise there'd be a French dish called creme de blood, and there's not. There, there's another very popular video of his where he says that Starbucks is injecting semen into our our frappes or, or lattes or something like that. Mm. Um, I think he might have an obsession with semen. That sounds about right, yeah. 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 What does he think about our wonderful and glorious president? Um, he does not like him. Really? Yeah, yeah, he does not like him, surprisingly. Uh, let's continue to play. How much does Starbucks charge for a semen latte? <laughs> I believe it's like two fifty or $3. Oh, so it's one of the cheaper ones. Yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Uh, right, I'm going to start the video again. Yeah. Shut up, Tom. The video is starting. Yes, all right, Jesus. It isn't blood itself. It is even more powerful than blood. It can actually produce life, semen. 
But if your blood, what about my blood? If a man puts his semen in you, I teach women. That Wait, does he teach women yeah. how to put semen? Does he just mean he's sleeping with his congregation? I think what he actually said is he's the uh, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah, but Bill O'Reilly never actually got to put the semen in them. True. He, he's he, yeah. doing what Bill O'Reilly wanted to do. He just released it while talking to them on the phone. Maybe into a falafel. I'm not really sure. It might have been into a falafel, yeah. You know, I've lost a lot of respect for old Bill. Have you? Yeah. That's interesting. Well, he wrote a book called Killing Jesus, never mentioning me, the true and only alt-right Jesus. That must have hurt. That must have hurt. I wonder why that is. Well, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, it is. No. It's a shame we don't have time to answer that. Go ahead and continue to play the uh, video. Excuse me. Hmm? The video will play when I say it does. Okay. And when's that? Right now. Okay. And if it's disease, you're going to get that disease. That's how STDs work. You got whatever that is, whether it's AIDS or syphilis or uh, one of these other diseases, you're going to get it because it's going to go right into your blood system, right through your vagina. He's not right 100% your wrong. That part of if a man injects himself in you, if a man injects himself in another man mm-hmm. and injects his semen into him yeah. and he's crazy, then that's going to get in his blood as well. Okay, now. And if demons ah, are in finally. him, then those demons, are gonna, you're going to get penetrated by demons. You're going to get penetrated by demons or as i like to call it you thursday know, night <laughs> even the kissing of someone who has demons in their blood that saliva <coughs> can give you a disease i posted up on our announcement board that oh, sodomy is metastasized board. here in harlem and people in restaurants and our dates need to be very very careful yeah. Why am I saying all of this? I'm saying this to, to say to you, perhaps you first got introduced to these demons in your life. Sodomy. Glad you had no defense. There. Oh, that was it. What is this right wing watch? Um, well, are they watching me? Yeah. And but only only the positive things. Oh, yeah. 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 They, they, they definitely do not find the bad side. Well, what was this all about? That was, the, well, you tell me. I don't think it was very positive. I mean, you have this Trump hater, this black Trump hater, mm-hmm. on this, you know, picture box, <laughs> talking about nonsense until he got to the demon part. Then yeah. I understood yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. So, do do you agree that um, uh, semen can carry demons? Oh, obviously. Oh, yeah, obviously. I mean, I'm not really well-versed in the semen knowledge, seeing as I was created without it. That is true. Yeah. It is true. Yeah. So you don't like Pastor Manning, is that what you're saying? Not particularly, no. I got you. Anti-Trump and, you know, the other thing. I think he might like you, though. Yeah, especially with I'm sodomizing him. (laughs) Well, uh, all right, Jesus. Hey, uh, th- thanks for stopping by. Oh, who says it's time for me to leave? I'm having fun here. What are you guys doing next? Uh, the, the ending the show. It's That's it. What? Yeah, you kind of missed the entire show. What? D- yeah. God. But damn let's it. be I honest. Mean, God it was. Damn it. 
let's be honest, it was kind of unexpected. To, you weren't even supposed to be here in the first place. Most things I do are unexpected. <laughs> right, Tom? Um, <laughs> when we come back, <laughs> uh, we'll have our... I want to end this segment. Okay. Oh, you do? Yes. Oh, go, go for it. All right. When these pansies come back, they're going to fill your head with more liberal bullshit. <laughs> And if you want to come back for reasons unknown, go ahead. But you're all cursed with the semen STDs of Pastor Manning. And that is the word. Wait, I can't use that. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's copyrighted. All right. So that's the talking points memo. Damn it, I can't use that. <laughs> Try again. All right. It is my decree. We'll be right back. Hey Austin. Hey what? What's up? I don't I don't I don't understand why you did that to me. Did what? You just, you left me here alone. I leave you alone lots of times when I have to Yes, but but do stuff. But Alright Jesus came back. What? He but sat, I just went to change my shirt. I noticed. Yeah. And you can too if you go to YouTube. Um yeah, he sat down and and played the religious segment with me. What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we sat down and we watched the clip from Pastor Manning. You're not supposed to be our thing. I he insisted, he insisted, and I I, I did say we were supposed to wait for you, and he's like, no, no, no. Mm. Uh, that was an interesting clip, though. You was it good? Um, <clears throat> define good. All right, I'm not going to. <laughs> you're gonna have to watch it. But I assume, yeah, okay, I'll watch it as you're, uh, you know, editing this. You better yeah, watch it. I'll watch it. Obviously, you should. I will. Um, but yeah, so that's it. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you, Austin. You're welcome. Nice shirt, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> it's actually from You Resist. Is it now? Yeah. I'll pretend I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, All right, so you're ready to wrap this up? Oh, oh, yes. I am very no, ready to wrap oh, oh, yes. this up. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Don't you own I'll have my soundboard up, so I'm going to uh, have to do my best impression. fucking shame. <laughs> uh... <laughs> uh Austin, do you have any uh, closing thoughts? Um, it's been a strange week here in America. Yeah, wow. It's been Wait, hold on. Time out. I'm interrupting <laughs> your, your closing thought. Uh, At least you didn't say closing argument this time. Are you uh, implying that other weeks have not been strange? Because I'm pretty sure they have been. No, I'm implying that that's apparently the new normal. Oh, okay. Yeah. But um, it's also been a strange week for our friends in the UK. There's seemingly in a more positive way, although... <laughs> Are you okay there, Tom? Sorry. He says seemingly. Yes. <laughs> and it just, my brain just said semen. Ah. Yeah. Which you I imagine that's a byproduct which, of Pastor Man. Yes, you don't yeah. understand until you see it. Well, I've seen his videos before, so I think I understand. <laughs> his obsession with semen. Yeah. And the butthole. And the butthole. All right. So. <laughs> so. <laughs> that was a good one back then. <laughs> back, back in the day. Uh Okay. I wonder if he puts semen in his lattes. 
No, because he thinks that it's a bad thing. So probably yeah, not that, yeah. they carry they carry demons. Oh, do they? That's what he said today. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's obviously not true. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> really, I was under the impression they might be. Yeah. Well, he's just alive at this too, by the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. You have to watch the clip. You'll. you'll <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll see it. Um. Other than that, um. No, pretty much. I'm good. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, uh, I hope that Jeremy Corbyn can strengthen his position in I the UK politics. Yeah. After after hearing what uh, Stephen was telling us. Oh, yeah. By the way, I, we want to thank him for coming on the show. Absolutely. Dealing with our craziness. Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. Um, he'll be back. Boy, good thing Aldridge Jesus didn't show up then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad. That, that, was, that would have been a bad timing. Yeah. Yeah. Because that, that effect probably wouldn't have played over Skype. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, too. So he would have heard what effect. Yeah. What yeah, exactly. About? Whatever. I don't yeah. Know what you're talking about? Yeah, definitely not a vocal transformer. But yeah, thank you, Stephen, coming yeah. on, and uh, you'll definitely be back because oh, yeah. we're gonna need you. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. just stick around. Yeah. Um, I guess yeah. I don't really have any kind of closing uh, thoughts. None for you either. Not really. That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Not really. Just uh, it was a, a very educational episode. In some ways, I yes. learned a lot of things. Yeah. Especially about the UK political system and their government and all that. So. Yeah. It was pretty informative. Yep. Um, if you want to listen to more, you can download our podcast for free. You know where? You know where? I'm going to guess iTunes. And? Blog Talk Radio. Wow. God, I'm good at this. He is good. <laughs> uh, just look for Dumb All Over. Yep. Dumb All Over Pod. Uh, our major social medias. <laughs> I haven't said it in a while. I know. I'll give you a pass on that one. Our Twitter. Uh, at Dumb All Over Pod. Um Instagram, which, you know, is for pictures. Um, <laughs> in case, you know, there's... In case you don't know. Yeah, um, I don't think that's possible, but okay. What else? What else? Uh, oh, if you w- would like to donate to the show, become a patron. Go to patreon.com forward yeah, slash double awesome. over. Yeah. Uh, if you become a patron, we have plenty of uh, rewards and gifts, so you just pick whatever you want. And uh, we'll accommodate you for that, and yep. it's greatly appreciated. It, oh, really, yeah. it really is. It means cool a lot stuff. Of Customized beer mugs. Yeah, yeah. And more things to access, come. Access, yeah. Access more things to, to come. Uh, us discussing really bad movies. Yes. Yeah, it's oh, going to be fun. Austin and I have some plans. We're yeah. not going to announce what they are. Nope. Uh, but you'll know. Yep. When 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 it happens, if it happens, when we announce them, yeah, exactly, yeah. Because otherwise, how would you know? Exactly. Uh, but some exciting ideas coming up. Uh, so we'll get to that in in the future. We'll we'll, yep. we'll figure that out. Um, I think that's it, Tom. I think that's it, Austin. Yeah. I think that's it. Thank you for tuning in. So it's that time when we bid all of you adieu. Yeah. Yeah. And wish we were living somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> right now, the UK. Yeah. I'll take the UK. Yeah. Well, not, maybe not right now. Wait, I'll wait. We'll see. Yeah, we'll wait. <laughs> we'll see. Maybe um, Canada. Right now, yeah, I could do uh, Canada. Yeah. It'll be cooler up there. It's yeah. fucking hot up here right Sounds now. Sounds like a good title for a bad movie. Tom Does Canada. <laughs> Tom Does Canada. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like a, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. Like a wacky road trip movie. Yeah. I'll do it. From I'm the down. 90s, yeah. <laughs> I'll wear my flannel. There you go. There <laughs> All you right, go. guys. Thanks All for right. tuning in, and we'll uh, catch you next week. See you.
To succeed in small business, you need technology that runs efficiently. When you partner with a Dell Small Business Technology Advisor, you get advice, one-on-one -on -one partnership, and tailored productivity solutions, including computers with Intel Core processors, servers, storage networking, plus industry-leading monitors and accessories. It's how they help your small business make the most of every minute. To speak with an advisor today, call 0800 085 4878. That's 0800 085 4878.